Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. In Odyssey Station. Bears. Mark Grody covering the Bears for 670 The Score. Can I get a couple minutes with you here, man? I ain't talking today, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Host of the Daily Score podcast. The reason that I look even more adorable than I usually do is because we're doing the podcast today from NBC Sports Chicago where I just had the opportunity to talk about the Bears. Mark Grody with Bernstein and Holmes. Whatever the Bears suck. On the score. I didn't mean to scare you. Oh, I know, I know that, Mike. Okay. You know what I also know? We have a birthday shout-out in honor of Mark Grody, don't we? I guess we do. So, happy birthday to to the the person very very significant in producing Mark Grody. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> what the real producer, the actual producer of, of Mark Grody. Oh, she's his real producer. Yeah, that's Aww. cute. And so, happy birthday time. to mom. That's that's awesome. Yes. Jean Grody, she is one of the great pro creators of all time. So, yes. Happy content birthday producer. to my mom. Happy. Yes. Yeah, content producer. That's right. That's right. And uh, I will see my mom in the western suburbs tonight where we will go out for a delightful dinner. Do Lovely. not repeat any of the past minute and a half. <laughs> Mark Grody is on Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. <laughs> the Score Bears reporter is on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. All right, help me figure Bears. this out. Nathan Peterman released, likely could be put on the practice squad. At the moment, Tyson Bajan is number two, and yet... It's possible the Bears still could make a move with an outside veteran quarterback, right? That is correct. That is what the Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, just said moments ago. We just finished uh, speaking to him, and he said, yeah, that that is not outside the realm of possibility, nor is the possibility of Peterman landing on the practice squad. Matt Eberflus made it very clear when he started that they're going to respect the process, so he's not commenting on any of those names specifically, like Peterman or some of the other guys now that we're hearing, like seventh-round rookie defensive tackle Travis Bell, who Ryan 
Ryan Poles and both Matt Eberflus referred to as one of their favorite human beings, so it does make me wonder if Bell lands on that practice squad as well. Robert Burns, who had a touchdown and a two-point conversion, looks like he is out the door, as is seventh-rounder Kendall Williamson, a safety, and Treston Ebner, who injured himself in the first preseason game, looks like he is going to be waived as well. But, guys... The big, the biggest news out here at Hallis Hall is the fact that Matt Eberflus was transparent with us today about injuries and told us that Tevin Jenkins is the only guy who is essentially, if there was an injury report to come out today, Tevin Jenkins would be the only guy on it, the only guy who is week to week. The rest of the guys, the 16 and 20 packs of guys that we've been talking about that have been on that injury list would be off of the injury list, and they are expected to be ready to go for week one against Green Bay, and that is a huge revelation today from the Bears head coach. It absolutely is because did- did anybody ask a follow-up regarding Nate Davis? No specifics on Nate Davis. I mean, I guess, it, uh, Layla, we are left to assume. I mean, there was a general follow-up as in, does it mean that since Tevin Jenkins is the only week-to-week injury, does that mean the rest of the guys are healthy? And I think Matt Eberflus's exact words were, that's what they tell me. So that's... A, Obviously, we can now assume, based on what Matt Eberflus just said, that Nate Davis is healthy and will be ready to go. And even more significantly, the rookie right tackle, Darnell Wright, is good to go, or at least okay. based on what good. Matt Eberflus said, we can presume it. And that's huge. That is that is massive for this offensive line. Obviously, the Tevin Jenkins thing sucks that he will not be playing in that. Fr- I mean, I'll be shocked if he plays in the game against Green Bay, just having watched him limp out of the locker room on Saturday but the rest of the the defensive line or excuse me the offensive line is good to go I I I hope somebody asks what about Nate Davis in in essentially the same terms as what about Tanks just because oh that's been a great mystery of, of training camp it really has I mean we did see Nate Davis suit up in Indianapolis when they had those joint practices but Really, that was about it. He got back out of that uniform as fast as he could for you know for the practices that occurred after it. So it's possible that the other part of of the show on which you guys are working right now that our friend, our colleague Lawrence Holmes, maybe he was maybe he was right that just you know didn't didn't really want to practice and everybody was okay with it my my little conspiracy theory was maybe it was in his contract maybe it was yeah I'll sign with you guys but don't be expecting me to practice where are we in the actual numbers right now how many more cuts must they make they were at 90 guys um i i think you know they have they've only made a couple official cuts at this point so I am putting the number just based on all the reports that have come in. I got you know the guys that I mentioned right there, and there's still probably 65 to 70 guys that that got to go once the reports come in. Probably very close to three o'clock today. I am Wait, surprised that can't be right. 65 to 70 guys there. Oh, I didn't so do probably my probably like yeah, 17. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, right. Sorry, I didn't do my math correctly. All right, so like, yes. yeah, I, I don't know what's official and what's not because there's many reported that they've been told, et cetera. Right, so the guys that I mentioned, like Nathan Peterman, 
Travis Bell, Robert Burns, Kendall Williamson, Treston mm-hmm. Ebner. Those guys are all just reports. Those okay. are probably agent reports right there. Right. You know, PJ Walker is is official right now, but there haven't been many. It's not like the Bears are releasing lists uh, as of yet. Okay. Am I surprised about Ebner? He's a sixth-round pick from last season. It seemed like they wanted to, to use him in a, a lot of different ways, I want to say, special teams, offensively, et cetera. That one is notable to me. Unfortunately, I am not surprised about the, the Treston Ebner cut. He had some moments last year, but by the time the season was over and there were some injury issues with him as well, he just did not look good. He was a guy that I identified right away in camp this year as somebody who was potentially on the bubble this year. I mean, and and some of it too is, you know, what they have done in that running backs room this year. Obviously, Khalil Herbert is the the number one, the signing of Dante Foreman, the revelation that is Roshan Johnson and what where they are putting him and how they the esteem in which they seem to hold him, the signing of Travis Homer. I had a feeling Tressa Ember was going to be fighting for the roster. Now, I, I will say that you know, if he doesn't get injured in that first preseason game, then maybe his chances are a little bit better. But I had a feeling that Tressa Ember was going to be fighting for a roster spot. Fair enough. Yeah, I just uh, I was just thinking about the practical use, you know, how they used him on the team. I'm still amazed that with all of these – so – the follow-up then, if in fact, and I'm sure he was asked this, but if in fact Tevin Jenkins would be the only one on an injury report, everything else was purely precautionary, that that's how careful they've been? Well, the Eberflus was questioned on his style of practices, which are he goes harder than – a lot of teams do. And, you know, we've talked to players on this roster and on the roster last year who are, you know, veteran players that can compare or draw from other experiences. And most of them say, yeah, Eberflus's practice are a little bit faster. They're a little bit harder. They're a little bit more intense. And, you know, Darnell Mooney was one of those guys. Now, he obviously has not played on another NFL team, but he said that, you know, relative to college and stuff that this is, oh, I should say relative to Matt Nagy's style of practice. He said this was a step up. Eberflus's answer to that, Dan, was that they looked at, you know, they did some studies and they realized that the the Bears are middle of the pack in terms of the injuries in the NFL in training camps this year. So they, you know, kind of look at that and say, yeah, we're right where other teams are in terms of that. No higher, no lower than a lot of teams. You know, the one thing that I wanted to ask and was not able to as well is kind of the angle that you were going, and that is with all the allusions to and mentions of sports science guys, is it that that abundance of caution part that plays into it? But, you know, based on the answer that he gave to the Bears going hardcore, it sounds like Matt Eberflus is very happy with the way he runs his practices and they're cool with middle of the pack. I mean, they were popped by the NFL last year for going too hard in practice oh, after God, being right. warned. I forgot, I forgot so, about that. So Layla. like the evidence is there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, they towed the line last year. That is for sure. No, they but, didn't tow the line. Know. They legitimately got punished. 
Yeah, they cheated. They they got they went over the line. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, what Eberflus was saying, you know, or, or when he was questioning it, it was Mark Potash who was asking this line of questioning and saying, you know, it, it, essentially Potash asking, do you need to change your style of practice? And Matt Eberflus, his short answer was something like, we're very comfortable with the way we practice, period. Let me ask you about the pro personnel uh, work that's being done here because PJ Walker was handpicked, scouted, identified, guaranteed money, signed. He's cut. Alex Leatherwood last year was a, a waiver claim. They were the sole claimant. They inherited that contract, scouted enough, signed. They tried to work him out multiple positions. He's cut. We can, we're still waiting on Chase Claypool and scouted traded to get him, gave up a very high, valuable second-round pick, and we're waiting to see if that works out. For early in a regime, this is a lot of misses and or incompletes on on the pro scouting side, is it not? I agree. I agree with that, and you know, especially, especially the P.J. Walker part, because it's this year, a year in which – you are expected to win more, and you're not allowed to lose 10 in a row. Last year, I understood that, where they were taking flyers, you know, and Kill Harry, another example of a guy, where they would take these guys who came from, you know, big stock and were former first-rounders. I don't even have it. I'm I'm trying to think of the defensive lineman, too, that was a former first-rounder. His name escapes me right now. But that was a philosophy, I think, of the Bears last year. And I had zero problem with it, like taking flyers on guys like Alex Leatherwood. Um, and, you know, even the Chase Claypool thing, although you give up a ton in, in a second-round pick for him. But as to your point, Dan, as we move into this year when the stakes are higher and you can't just be willy-nilly and take chances and see what you can get and have guys trying out and, you know, undrafted free agents can make the team, like it has to be different this year. You know, And we do, you know, I always have to give the caveat, give them credit for admitting their mistakes. But, yeah, that is something that should be monitored going forward, especially if they are going to bring in another veteran backup quarterback if Tyson Bajan is isn't indeed uh, the guy but I will say this quickly about Bajan too Matt Eberflus did say you know kind of gave the indications today that he could very well be the backup that they're excited about him but we shall see well I think that's a very thorough report as we get ready for this three o'clock deadline for cut down day Mark Grody thank you happy birthday to your mom let's pretend like the thank first you. minute and a half never happened <laughs> <laughs> sorry to make you squirm a little bit Layla. Was it you? yes happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> Dan led me into it. Uh, yes, happy birthday to Gene Grody, and I will be back at 5 o'clock with Parkinson Spiegel for another report after the, all the cuts are made. Very Bears. cool. Bears. That's Mark Grody. Uh, next up, we had a celebrity appearance at a baseball game last night. and oh, No, 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 no. This is everything I want to be in the rest of my days. All right, well, I hate myself for loving this. Oh, 